Is there anything on this earth that will last forever? Think about these familiar words from Luke chapter 1 and verse 33. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Amazing words. They were spoken by an angel to a virgin, announcing a baby who will one day rule the world. To a teenage girl who was a virgin in the town of Nazareth, in a remote corner of the Roman Empire. To her, the angel suddenly came and made a series of unbelievable, incredible announcements. You will conceive and bear a son. You will call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Of his kingdom there will be no end. Well, think how that must have hit Mary. Being thoughtful and the practical type, she asks about the angel's very first declaration. You will conceive. How can that be? Since I am a virgin. The answer was even more amazing. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. The child will be holy. He will be the Son of God. Amazing, overwhelming information given by a heavenly being to a young girl and yet her amazing response in verse 38 is to say, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. I heard a story once about the great composer George Frederick Handel, the composer of that famous choral work, The Messiah. It was said that as he wrote the piece, Handel locked himself away in a room and would see nobody. For weeks on end he barely ate or slept and would see no one as he worked. One day, as someone was bringing some food up to leave outside his room door, there seemed to be a change. Handel was singing. He had come to the realisation that in that baby in the manger, God was incarnate in human flesh. He'd become one of us, to save us from our rebellion and our sin. And Handel had simply burst out in joyous song. He was singing the famous Hallelujah Chorus. In that chorus, traditionally sung at the end of the Messiah, the choir sings loudly, and he shall reign forever and ever and ever. Of his kingdom there shall be no end. You're listening to the Semper Reformata podcast with Bob McAvoy. The hymn writer Isaac Watts wrote, Time like an ever-rolling stream bears all its sons away. They fly forgotten as a dream dies at the opening day. Solomon too added words like that in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 5. He said, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. What a sobering thought. Solomon adds, Even the memory of them is forgotten. That's true. If you're looking for some kind of significance in this world, if you're looking for permanence, you're simply wasting your time. The word forgets the past. And all those things we do that give us significance, the letters we have after our names, the houses we buy with huge mortgages, 
The money we save, the cars we drive, the wee empires that we build, the relationships that we build up over time, the clothes that we wear, the the networks we create, in the end, all of those things amount to nothing. If you're living for this world, you are of all people most to be pitied, because nothing in this world lasts forever. Just recently, the great world leaders were meeting in the United Arab Emirates at the UN's COP28 climate conference. They were there to save the planet from so-called global warming. If their plans come to pass, it will involve making you much poorer and colder and with much less to eat as you live in your dwelling pod in a 15-minute city with no car and no travel eating insects and taking endless injections, paying taxes to offset your so-called carbon footprint. It's not science, of course, it's a religion. King Charles's speech at COP28 was thoroughly pagan and anti-Christian, with its reference to us belonging to the earth. The Christian believes, the very opposite of Charles, believes that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. We do not belong to the earth. That phrase is a pagan earth worship slogan used by the worshippers of Gaia, the pagan earth goddess. The very same false goddess who in time past demanded child sacrifice by way of appeasement and still does as the abortion industry rules out its perverted version of healthcare, a modern form of child sacrifice. As the high priests of a climate religion proclaim, less babies means less population. Less population means less carbon footprint, and that saves the planet. It's all nonsense. But all the efforts of Charles and his cronies in the United Nations, despite the damage they will do to humanity, they will be futile. This world, presently being preserved through the sustaining work of God, will one day end. Charles himself will go the way of all flesh. His kingdom will one day be no more. Nothing in this world lasts forever. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28 says, Wherefore we, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably, with reverence and godly fear. If this world won't last forever, God's kingdom will. God is building a kingdom that cannot be moved, a kingdom that lasts forever. Mary gave birth to her son, the Lord Jesus Christ at Bethlehem, who will rule over the house of his father Jacob, and of his kingdom there will be no end. God is establishing a kingdom, a kingdom in heaven and in the future on this earth, in a new heaven and a new earth, a kingdom that will never end. That kingdom will be made up of men and women who have been saved by God's grace through faith alone in Christ. Today you can live for this world, or you can live for God's kingdom. Which will it be? 
Isaiah wrote in Isaiah 9 and verse 6 to 7, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So here's my Christmas Day challenge to each and every one. To which kingdom do you belong? To which king do you give allegiance? Today let it be the King of Kings, the Lord Jesus. And let us boldly proclaim Christ's crown and his covenant alone. Have a good Christmas day and have a very happy and a very blessed new year. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please help to make it better known by opening the podcast app on your phone or mobile device. Then, search for The Semper Reformata Podcast. Subscribe and give it a 5-star rating. See you next time.